All right, I will say good morning. Let us begin. We are picking up for a few minutes in Rav Tzadik. We left off, actually, we, we left off. We began yesterday, Os Kuf Beis. So it was in this particular section that the Rebbe was describing to us the concept of what he called a Tzadik Gomer. That what's the notion, what's the notion of a, or I should say, it's really a, really a chassid. Not a tzaddik gomer, we should use the word chassid. So the, the Rebbe explained, what's the definition of a chassid? A chassid is someone ultimately, again, who performs all of his life activities, right? Both, of course, mitzvos, right? Mitzvos are the obvious one, though, mitzvos, but even what he called tzarchei gufniim, physical needs, divrei rushus, optional things. These are things that are all done with kidusha. That's that's the highest. That's the highest level. That's the highest level. Ultimately, again, a person does them. The Rebbe's words was Machnis Pan Abdus Baruch. A person goes ahead and in everything he does, there's an element of Avodas Hashem, service of Hashem. There's a fulfillment of the will of Hashem, and all of that is is part of anything and everything that such an individual does. So again, the Rebbe says such a person like this is called a chassid. So we began yesterday. The Rebbe wanted to illustrate this a little bit with the interesting discussion between Hillel and Shammai in Meseches Beya. Meseches Beya. So remember again here, just review. So we had an interesting difference in approach. Shammai he would find a nice animal on a Sunday. He would say, oh, Harei Zula covered Shabbos. This is, for, this is for Shabbos. And then what would happen? Beautiful. He would set it aside. Then if he would end up going ahead and finding another beautiful animal, he would go ahead and consume the first and go ahead and designate the second Lekavit Shabbos. Lekavit Shabbos. So ultimately, again, Hillel, what did Hillel do? Now, we continue on page Reish Mem Gimel. Reish Mem Gimel in the Be'uriah Hasidus, the right-hand column, Four lines in, last word on the line. The Hillel Azakim, what did Hillel do? So we'll say this is a quote from the Gemara. What did Hillel do? Hillel Azakim, Hillel, all of his actions were for the sake of heaven. Now we'll say, that's beautiful, that's beautiful, except it's a very strange statement in the Gemara because it doesn't tell us what. What did Hillel do? What did it say? Hillel called Mass of the Shem Shemayim. Everything that Hillel did, he did the Shem Shem. So what's like, what's what's the pshat? So it's actually something beautiful. If you take a look, if you take a look in the footnote, Kof Samach Gimel. What does it mean that everything Hillel did the Shem Shemayim? That I will say now the pasha pshat is that the way Hillel conducted himself is Hillel would find a nice animal and he would go ahead and wouldn't necessarily immediately save it for Shabbos. Because he would always assume that he'll find something nicer later on in the week. So a fundamental distinction between the behaviors and the approaches of Hillel and Shammai. But hashkafically, what's happening over here? So look in Kof Samach Gimel. Footnote. Footnote. Hillel, this is the quote from the Gemara. Hillel, he approached things differently than Shammai. All of his actions were for the sake of heaven. Okay, what does this mean? Well, say, here we go. We'll say, this is so profound and beautiful. We're going to see, so essentially, what did Hillel do? Unlike Shammai, who would see an animal and say, oh, Beautiful animal, the covered Shabbos. Covered Shabbos. So already on Sunday, 
if Shammai came across a beautiful animal, Shammai was set for Shabbos. Okay, find something more beautiful later on. He'll replace, he'll replace. Hillel wasn't like that. Again, Pashib Shat is that Hillel would wait until later on in the week, ultimately again to see what was available, and knew was confident that he would find something beautiful for Shabbos. But listen to how Rabbi explains this. Russell Omar, Shelohiniach Hanoah Lishabbos Kishamai. So Hillel did not delay his spiritual and lofty consumption for Shabbos like Shammai did. Hillel ate the entire week in a state of Tara. We'll define what this means in just a moment. Leos called Ma'achalu Bikdusha Beruchnis Amachal Kishabis. Essentially, Hillel didn't just eat on Shabbos like Shabbos, but he ate throughout the week like it was Shabbos as well. That's not, a, that's, not a, that's not a statement on volume, right? Or that's not a statement ultimately even on the quality of foods. You'll see what it means. Let's talk about this outside for just a moment. You see, in Shammai's world, in Shammai's world, there was one event of lofty, elevated, halige eating. And when was it? When was it? Shabbos. Shabbos. So Shammai's entire week was focused on Shabbos, right? So Shammai's entire week was, okay, there's one day out of the week where everything is transformed into something dramatic, everything is transformed into something beautiful, everything is transformed into something different. And that happens once a week. That happens once a week, every week. And so Shammai's fixation was how do I maximize, how do I maximize that spiritual act of eating? How can I maximize it? into something dramatic. Hillel understood something different. Hillel understood that every single day, consumption could be holy. That it doesn't just have to be that on a Shabbos, consumption is something that is elevated and lifted up from the mundane, but rather each and every day, a person has the ability to infuse Kiddusha into their consumption. A person has the ability to make even the most mundane act into something special, into something unique, into something that indeed is a form of avodas Hashem. That's what Tzaddik says, herein lies the fundamental difference between a Hillel and a Shammai. Everyone agreeing that Shabbos is Shabbos. And the beauty of Shabbos is that you take everything, if you think about this, what's the essence of Shabbos? You take every single thing that is normally mundane during the week and you lift it up. You sleep on Shabbos, ah, that's Oneg Shabbos. I sleep during the week as well. Shabbos, I take sleep, I lift it up. You eat on Shabbos, I eat during the week as well. I take eating, which can be amongst the most animalistic things, and ultimately lift it up. We'll say even again, the Ramam brings down that again, part of Oneg Shabbos is intimacy with one's spouse. I have one second, you could do that during the week as well. You lift it up on Shabbos and it becomes something holy, becomes something special. That's the essence of Shabbos. You take everything mundane, everything mundane, and you just simply lift it up. So, but Hillel came along and said, one second, why is it only on Shabbos? Why is it only on Shabbos? Why can't I take that same experience and take all of those mundane things and somehow lift them up and somehow transform them 
into something meaningful, into something beautiful, into something uplifting as well. And that, says Rab Sadek, is the meaning of the statement of the Gemara, when the Gemara says, V'hilal hazokein, how you call ma'asav l'shem shamayim. Hillel's actions, Hillel's actions, sorry, I remember what I the Lushen, Actually, the Lashon of the Gemara is actually a bit different. In the footnote in Kuf Samech Gimel, he quotes, he quotes the Lashon in its entirety, and it's so beautiful. Listen to the Lashon. You don't have to listen, you can see it inside. Aval Hillel Azokin, Hillel the Elder, Mida Acheres Haisabo. He had a different approach. He knew, so what, what was his different approach? What was his different approach? Shekol Ma'asav L'Shem Shanaim. All of his actions all of the time, were this for the sake of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They both say, do you think that the Gemara Musachas Be'er is just coming to tell us the different, the different Shabbos shopping habits of Hillel and Shammai? Right? Hillel shopped for Shabbos one way, and Shammai shopped for Shabbos another way. So fantastic, but I don't care how people shop. It doesn't make a difference to me. Says Reb Tzadik, no, because it's not just telling you how they shopped. It's telling you something so much more profound. It's telling you how they related to seemingly mundane activities. Shammai seemed to be of the opinion that you could lift up the mundane, but you can't do it every day. You could lift up the mundane on Shabbos. That, that's the power of Shabbos Kodesh. That's the power of Shabbos. Hillel said, absolutely not. Hillel's, Hillel's approach, again, says the Gemara, Hillel mida acheres. He had a different approach. And what was his different approach? Shekal ma'asal v'shem shamayim. You could lift up every single mundane activity every single day and transform it into something holy. Shabbos is the paradigm. Shabbos teaches us that it's possible. Because say, without Shabbos, without Shabbos, a person would say to themselves, it's not impossible. There's Kodesh and there's Chol. Hamavdil ben Kodesh lechol. Right? There's holy things, there's mundane things, and that's the way of the world. Shabbos teaches us that that's not true. Shabbos teaches us that even the mundane can be lifted up. But with just Shabbos, I would think, okay, one day out of the week I could accomplish that, the rest of the week I can't. Comes along Hillel and says, absolutely not. He could go and Hillel says, you can live life differently if you choose. You can live life differently if you choose. What kind of different life could I choose? A life of Kedusha. A life of where mundane things are lifted up, not just once a week, but each and every day. I suppose we'll have to stop a little bit for today. We're going to pick up a mirror session. Now that we have the Machlok Yisrael and Shammai, now that we have the approach of Rabbi Tzaddik, we'll see ultimately again how to actually bring this alive and create the identity of a chassid. Shkoyah.